all over again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, professors, lecturers, gurus, namaste. Uh, I don't know the difference between a good lecture and a bad lecture, for I've never done that. I've just spoken to people. And all that I've learned has been extramural outside the walls of the ones, like the ones I see here. So uh, I've come here as I had gone to my eighth standard annual examination, unprepared. <laughs> and uh, that was the reason I was a high school dropout. But here I see no such peril. I presume you're all good hosts. So if I fail, you'll still be nice to me. Uh, talking of my <laughs> learning, it's all been rack picking through the intellectual garbage that abounds in society. Not that I'm talking ill of my feeding ground, but uh, there are many professor friends of mine who say similar things about university education. But then for me, from the other side, it looks greener. So going back to the old adage, the grass is always greener on the septic tank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that I've said equally good words about you and me. Uh, we're all in the same soup. So uh, let's learn to swim as I have. And if you have any particular questions about strokes, let me tell you because I learned it all on my own. I envy you guys because you have it all on a platter. I would have liked to be here, but I didn't qualify. I was a bit slow. Uh, what would take you about four or five years has taken me 25 years. That's what happens when you don't have a agenda, an academician looking down on your, on your syllabus, looking at your syllabus, and probably looking down too. Some of my professor friends say they're very unhappy the way the country is being educated. It is definitely a change from the Mekello times where we were only creating clerks and babus for governmental use. We've come a long way from there. And uh, if, you th if you're wondering why I've not hit uh, the title I've been given, I told you I didn't come prepared. So I'm not going to use the cliche of hitting the title that's given to me. You ask me questions which is pertinent to what you think is the title. And We'll take it up from there, because that's how I learned, through questions. So this is going to be a learning experience for me. If you have questions, please do ask. I spare you lectures if you've heard enough. Thank you. Yes. Good evening, sir. I'm yeah. Gautam from first year. And uh, I'm very thankful that I'm in the same stage where you are, uh, at least in the same room. Uh, <laughs> So am I. Go ahead. It's not, and it's like they say, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. And uh, you being uh, so old, I mean, to your. <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm allowed to say that uh, by measuring your experience, 
in such a young field that is the Tamil industry. Uh, what do you see as the responsibility that's been uh, bestowed on you, and how do you think you'll guide this? Uh, you, you, you've seen some of the Tamil films, Hindi, even Telugu. I'm a Tamilian. Tamilian. Okay, let's start with where it hurts you. You say, talk of responsibilities. You've seen the film. Do you think we are responsible people at all? Yes. You look at our films, we are irresponsible. That's, that's what comes through them. One or two guys raise a voice in between to make ourselves seem responsible. Yes, there is a responsibility. There is a civic responsibility as much as it is there for a pedestrian. Uh, it is there for an actor, a filmmaker too. But we seem to have forgotten in pursuit of... Uh, uh, working for money bags. I know it's a management school and I must talk to you about compromises and how to manage. You don't have to compromise. You still can make money. I'm a standing proof. After seeing some of your movies ranging from Appu Raja to Chachi Charsubis and I thought that someday if I get opportunity I will ask and this day has come. I never thought of it. Go ahead. And the question is, how in spite of uh, being immersed in this, in so many roles which demands different sort of emotions, how an actor like you can remain in his authentic emotions and feelings? It's exactly like how sir, you lecture, you handle sane people like these and then man maintain your sanity too. <laughs> so, it, it's, and it's very, very simple. I, I, I think uh, the characters, though people believe I live in them, I don't. I rent them out. The space is rented out. I just walk into them, live happily there, but not ever after. <laughs> I walk out. But yes, sir? Sir. sir. You said you've learned by swimming in the chance of toughness and all. You've had very varied experiences. Could you share any one experience that is very close to your heart, which you've learned, like you had to be really stern on what you wanted, and how? What did you learn from it, and how? What took you ahead? Okay, you took the simile of swimming. So first. Uh, advice, advice, survival, advice, don't gulp, it's bad waters. So you paddle, keep your head out of water, but uh, don't go with the flow because you don't know if there is a falls at the end of this flow. So try to reach the bank and choose your bank. It's difficult, nothing is going to be easy. Eating and defecating is as difficult. Sorry, we're getting into the cesspool, so I'm getting into the mood and getting into the character. So what I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is that what will happen, the worst is that you don't swim well, you'll drown, you die anyway. So give it that full throttle and reach out to the, your chosen bank. Uh, that's the kind of spirit you have to, uh, you must have, some of you must have read the last lecture. One need not be on the verge of death to get that spurt. On the verge of life can give you equal amount of spurt like that. In my business, yes, at 21 I thought of 
killing myself because I thought I am a lonely genius in this world, bereft of it, bereft of such uh, commodity called genius. But then uh, gravity is a good teacher. Sorts of, sort of, you know, however big your wings are, it makes you land at one time or other. So I landed fortunately at around 23, 24. And I found a big crowd of similar people wanting to slit their wings, and they didn't. They are my friends even today. Not all of them are in films, are in films. Some of them are teachers, some of them are poets. A few of them are in the forest. The police are looking for them. <laughs> but they are idealists. They are what they thought they were. But they are not alone. That's what I realized, and that's the turn in my life. Thank you. Sir, uh, this is uh, Krishna Prasad from Chennai. Uh, needless to say, now I'm going to Mahabharam Rasigan. I have uh, uh, two questions for you. Uh, like India is a powerhouse of uh, talent. There is so much talent in this country, but uh, why do you think uh, we are we're not able to make the kind of movies that are made in Hollywood? Uh, my, this is my first question. Second question is... Uh, uh, today, uh, in, in, uh, if you see Indian films, many of them are made purely with a commercial purpose. Like just because a uh, call sheet of an actor is available, just because uh, you, you, need, you need to make masala movies. Uh, without, with complete disregard for uh, script or screenplay, people start uh, making movies. Uh, what's your take on this? Uh, and uh, do you think this is healthy for the Indian film industry? Do you think just masala is good for health? It can't be. It's just a ingredient, an additional flavor to the food. How can you forget food and feed the customer only with masala? It can't happen and people will throw up, will throw up new ideas. I know I'd like to keep this less nauseous than it, it's getting to be. So uh, what I'm trying to tell you is uh, that instead of shouting down at my peers or looking down on them, I tell you what ails them. This country, you said, is full of talents, but it's also full of followers. What we need are, are leaders. And what we need to understand is we are the lawmakers. We don't have to look up at the parliament or at Delhi to make our laws. Our voice will become law. It has. Look at that Gujarati gentleman. I am a great fan of this. I am, uh, that's because I uh, am thinking ahead of my times. I am talking about Mr. Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi. That man is an important hero for me. Not because he's a Mahatma. I have already stripped him off the halo around his head. Uh, disrespectfully hoisted there by people with political uh, intent. I am a man and I look at him as my peer. And I imagine what I would do if I were in his shoes today. And that's what I'm doing within my chosen small spectrum called cinema. If you think I'm arrogating myself to be something as big as Mr. Gandhi, why not? Who knows, there are 20 Kamalasans and 10 Shivajiganesans sitting here. And throw in a couple of Amitabh Bachans and Americans, we don't know. So why should you belittle yourself and look up at the dais? I like this arrangement of the dais. It's below you. So uh, I can.